Hello, and welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dahlman. On today's episode, we are sitting down with our guest, Jenny Toms, the treasurer for James City County and the city of Williamsburg. Welcome, Jenny. Hi, Renee. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about the treasurer's office. So, of course, the treasurer's office collects the taxes for James City County. The main two that most people know are personal property and real estate. We also collect our business license for the county and business personal property, machinery, and tools. Basically, anything that the commissioner of revenue assesses, we collect. In addition to that, we collect all the other revenues that the parks and rec fees, anything that code compliance collects, all of that stuff funnels into our office for recording and balancing. How many people work in your office? We have 14 counting me. Wow, that's a big office. It is, and I have one deputy in the city office. That's right, because you're not just in James City County. We share you with the city. Absolutely. Now, over in the city, I don't do the tax part. That's done by the finance office. What my deputy in the city does is balance the books for the school system, since it's a combined school system. (laughs) Okay. Now... You had talked about the Commissioner of the Revenues Office. How do your two offices work together? Because you're in the same building, right? Right across the hall from each other. So it basically comes down to a check and balance. You don't want the same office assessing taxes that you pay to. So the Commissioner of Revenues Office assesses all the vehicles, all the equipment, business licenses, that kind of stuff. Then he transmits that information over to our office for collection, and we do all the collecting. Now, I do have a fun little Commissioner of the Revenues story. Not about Richard. Okay. (laughs) My grandmother was the elected commissioner of the revenue for Prince William County for 16 years. Wow. And that was back in the 60s and 70s when there weren't too many women in these offices. That's right. That's great. I'm really proud of her. Yes. Yes. So speaking of elections, huh? See what I did there? That was not on purpose. (laughs) Speaking of elections, you have an elected position. Yes. And how often are you up for re-election? Every four years. And I have two more years in this cycle before I have to run again. If you could come on the podcast when you're ready to announce your candidacy, that would be awesome. That would be great. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Maybe we should make that a thing. That every time somebody's getting ready to run, they come in and make their announcement. That would be great. That would would be be great. The great thing about being elected is... I no longer have to count the number of years till I retire. It's the number of elections. Oh, oh. Which is a much smaller number. It is. So how many more elections until you retire? I can retire after three. Okay. Don't know if I will, but yes. Okay, so you enjoy what you do. I do. Absolutely. I've been working for the county for 20 years. And most of that's been the treasurer's office. I started in the commissioner's office. I worked there for two years. And I've also worked for a couple of years in accounting. But most of it's been in the treasurer's office. Okay. Now, technology has changed quite a bit Absolutely. since you started 20 Absolutely. years ago. You want Absolutely. to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So 20 years ago, we printed copies of the tax bills and kept them in the office. As you came in to pay or you sent your payment in, we had to pull a copy of each one of those bills. There were no computers. Um, one person had a computer to enter the information into. Oh, so, so we've come a long way. We just upgraded our system in 2015 to a new system. We're still finding great things that it can do for us. One of the big technology enhancements that we did was Lockbox. Okay, tell us about that. Basically, you're sending all of your payments to Baltimore, Maryland, which I know can upset a few people, but the enhancement to that is that they can deposit your check immediately. They send us a file, and that file gets downloaded, and your payment gets posted the next day. Okay. Whereas the tax cycle before we went to Lockbox, we had 13 trays of mail that we, as people, had to process the day taxes were due. So it has taken a big part of the slowdown in the office and done some automation with it so that we don't have to just every, it used to be that everything in the office stopped. 
you stopped everything because everybody needed to process sure, payments. Sure, all hands on deck. Right. And yeah. we had lots of phone calls. My check hasn't cleared. Are you sure it's there? You know, that kind of thing. So we, we've gotten rid of all of those issues. Okay. So speaking of paying taxes, I know that we have some due dates we coming do. up. We do. We have real estate and personal property taxes are due December 5th. Okay. And they're due June 5th of every year as well. Okay. Now, does everyone get, if they own a home in the mm-hmm. county, do they all get the real estate tax bill at They their do house? not. They do okay. not. If a mortgage company notifies us that they are going to be paying the taxes, then we don't send a bill to the taxpayer. Oh, okay. And the reason we do that is because we end up with double payments. So the mortgage company will send the payment. And the mortgage company tends to wait till the last day to send that payment. But the taxpayer may have already sent a payment in. So we try not to confuse the system. Okay. So personal property tax. Let's take a step back. What is personal property? Personal property is vehicles, basically vehicles, boats, trailers, that type of thing. Anything that you register at the DMV. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes it easy to remember. Mm -hmm. And I believe that there is still a tax relief program going on with vehicles? Yeah, it's called the Personal Property Tax Relief Act. And that was established by Governor Gilmore many, many years ago. The plan was a five-year plan on his four-year term. Okay. So the plan was by the end of five years, 100% of personal property taxes would be paid by the state. Okay. It never made it that far. We got as far as 75%. And then the state decided, okay, we can't afford this anymore. Mm-hmm. They put a block on the amount of tax that each locality gets. So James City County gets the same amount every year. The commissioner looks at that number, looks at what he's going to assess in tax, and decides how much percentage-wise each vehicle is going to get. Wow. So explain that again. So the individual... It's based on the vehicle? It's based on the vehicle. Okay. And it's only based on the first 20000 in value of the vehicle. Okay. I don't know much about owning vehicles worth right. more than 20000 <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Me either. But what happens is he looks at what he thinks the tax is going to be as a whole before any relief. Okay. And then he looks at how much relief we're going to get and does, does some calculations to figure out what each vehicle will get in a percentage. Right now we're at 46%. Okay. So that could change it year It changes year? every year. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. It actually declines a little bit every year. Okay. Because the year of the vehicle. The ve- newer okay. vehicles and more vehicles in the county. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yes. So these bills that are due, when are they due? They're due December 5th. December 5th. What if they don't get a bill? They know they have a car. They mm-hmm. drive it every day. Yes. But they didn't get that bill. And the state code says it doesn't matter if you've gotten the bill or not. Okay. Because you know if due. you have a car. Right. Or a boat. Right. You can pay online right up until midnight on the 5th. We have a drop box at the front of our building. You can drop your payments there. There's also a drop box at the satellite office. Okay. You can make your payments there. So there's lots of ways to make it. You don't have to have it by 5 o'clock on the 5th. And something new started, I guess it was was in July 2016 with a little bit of a finance charge for credit card payments. Yes. So prior to that, when we were taking credit card payments, the county was eating the credit card fees. Okay. In FY16, I believe it was, we had almost $500,000 in credit card fees. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. And that's a lot of money to ask other taxpayers mm-hmm. to pay for your benefit. Mm-hmm. So so we discussed it with the county administrator and, and decided to do away with it. We were one of very few localities that were paying the fee. Most charged the fee. And that fee is not just for tax bills, but it's, it's also parks and rec yes. fees, whatever. Yes, it's anything that's paid to the county. Okay. 
All right. So one thing that you had mentioned earlier was we have recently contracted with a new vendor to assist us with the collection of real estate taxes. Okay. Real estate taxes are a bit more difficult for us to collect, but you also have 20 years to do so. So it kind of helps to have somebody else come in and help us collect that so we can concentrate on the personal property piece. Okay. So we contracted with TAX, which is T-A-C-S. Okay. Um, they're a company in Northern Virginia that is run by two attorneys that used to work in a treasurer's office. So they're very familiar with things that can be done by the treasurer, what the law allows, that kind of thing. They're also very personal in that they will come to the area and try to talk to people, knock on some doors, that kind of thing, which is not something we have enough enough people to do. Right. One of the big things is we are going to notify everybody that has delinquent real estate taxes that this is coming. They are going to get a notice in the mail, hopefully next week. They can still sign up for payment agreements. We, We allow payment agreements in the office. The biggest thing is when we sign you up for a payment agreement, we want that agreement to help you get caught up. Right. We don't want to sign you up for what you owe now, and a year from now, you've got two more tax bills that you right. need to pay. Right. Um, so we try to work that out. The only thing that would preclude anybody from getting a payment agreement is if they've defaulted on one before. Okay. So we do allow that. The other thing that we allow is kind of like a escrow account. Okay. It's a, it's a program called Easy Pay, and what that does is debits monthly amounts from your bank account to pay your real estate taxes. So on the due date, you're, you've paid it in full. Okay. And that's taken out on the 5th of every month. I and mean, it does help. We have a lot of senior citizens that, that don't have a mortgage. Sure, so it does help sure. them help them um, budget a little better for their okay. real estate taxes. And how would they go about signing up for that? They would just need to call the office and say that they'd like to sign up for Easy Pay. They can ask for Holly. Okay. She handles that program for us. And the payment agreements, of course, are handled by the delinquent collectors. Okay. And what's that telephone number? It is 757 253 Six seven zero five. I think that a key would be to just be in contact with your Absolutely. office. If you know that Absolutely. you're having a difficult time making your tax bill, mm-hmm. December 5th, right. get you all on the phone yes. and help you be aware. Yes. And we do have many taxpayers that will be on a payment plan, get things caught up, and then they immediately move to the easy pay. So then they don't have to worry about it anymore. It's all, it's just taken out every month and they're good to go. Okay. Very good. I just thought of something. Decals. We do not have county decals no, anymore. we do not. Is no, your office not. involved with that or is that Commissioner of the Revenue? That was us. Okay. We used to issue the decals and the county actually was one of the first ones to do away with an annual decal fee. Okay. We just have a one-time registration fee. So oh. the first time the vehicle is moved into the county or you've just recently purchased a vehicle, you pay a $10 fee okay. and that's it. Most other jurisdictions are still charging an annual decal fee, but you're not getting a decal. Oh, okay. What other services does your office provide? So one other thing that a lot of people are very passionate about are their dog licenses. Sure, okay. Yes. Yes. So dog licenses are on sale throughout the year, but they are due by January 31st of every year. At this point, you can get a one, two, or three-year tag, and that is based on the rabies certificate for the animal. So we have to see that actual rabies certificate. Once we've seen that and we can verify the vaccination date, then we can sell you the tag. Dog tags are $5 a year if the animal has been spayed or neutered. Mm -hmm. It's $8 a year if they're male or female. There are kennel tags that you can purchase. Those are mainly for people that are showing dogs, are hunting dogs, that kind of thing. Okay. Now, just dogs, not rats or ferrets? Just dogs. There are some localities that do cats. I hope we never get there. (laughs) (laughs) We only do dogs. Dogs are enough fun, I imagine. Yes, yes. And we do get the information from the vets 
They are required by law to send us the information of all rabies shots that they've given. Okay. We wait 90 days. The law says we have to wait 90 days. If you haven't purchased a dog tag, then we're going to send you a letter to let you know that you need one. All right. Very good. I know that our satellite office, which really isn't under my purview, but they are a DMV select as well. So you can go there for DMV services. And that is up on Richmond Road. It's on Forge Road. Forge Road. Behind the fire station. Oh, but it's kind of at the intersection, right? Yes. Yes. I was about to question everything I've ever known about satellite <laughs> services. All right, Jenny, as I think you know, at the end of every podcast, I like to ask a few fun questions yes. so people can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. All right. But they're easy. They're easy. First one, do you have any children? I do. I have a daughter who's 20. Okay. And she is attending ODU to be a special education teacher. Oh, very good. Go Monarchs. Yes. And I have a son who is 16. He's at Warhill. Okay. But he wants to follow in his father's footsteps and be a firefighter. So he is at the fire station all the time. Very good. So your husband works for James City County as well? Yes, he is a firefighter at the county as well at Station 1 in Toano. Okay. And your mother? My mother worked at social services for almost 30 years. She did a few years in the treasurer's office and in housing, but she was a super social services lady all the way around. She was. Great, great lady. All right, but now she's enjoying retirement. Yes, she is. Just making me very jealous. I know. know. One day, (laughs) one day. All right, do you have any pets? I do. We have two dogs. One's 13, one is 12. They're they're just mutts. Yeah. They're the best. What are their names? Pepperan and Licorice. Nice. And I love to talk about, I love them both, but I love to talk about Licorice because it gets the best rise out of everybody. Licorice's mom was a black lab and her daddy was a Dotson. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So she looks like a little teeny black lab. But oh, that's funny. Yes. Very funny. Well, very sweet. Now <laughs> but I we have... got, them, got them both from the SPCA. Very nice. Yes. Well, I have to ask, do either one of them have a Twitter account? No. No. Ruth no. Larson's dog has I a Twitter heard, account. I so... heard. I'm not big on the social media. All right. But... I wouldn't put it past my children. My son has a Facebook page for his truck. So. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him to have one for the dogs. That's awesome. That's I've never heard that before. That yes, is awesome. Yes. All right. What TV show are you into right now? I know I'm not supposed to talk about it here, but I do love The Walking Dead. Oh. I do. And it is all Cheryl's fault. She is my assistant treasurer. Uh-huh. And I had never watched it. And then I think I binged watched like five seasons of it. Wow. And it's yeah. so not about the zombies. Okay. But I know we're not supposed to talk about zombies, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're a podcast fan. I am. I oh am. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. You just made my day, Jenny. <laughs> hosting out-of-town company in your house for a week. Mm-hmm. What are the three top things that you would want to make sure that they do in James City County before they go home? This time of year, absolutely the Christmas town. Okay, very nice. In Bush Gardens. It is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really is. I'm not a ride person, mm-hmm. but just walking around and seeing all the lights is, is wonderful. Yes. Just like most everybody else has said, you have to see Jamestown. Yes. It's, it's just a requirement when of you course. come here for the first time. Hmm. And then a lot of the breweries, you know, we've got a lot of new breweries. Yes, we and do. my husband is an avid fan. Okay. So, Well, he's yeah. a supporter of the tax Absolutely. base. And that's important. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm sure that's what we would do. All right. Very good. That sounds mm-hmm. like a good trip. Mm-hmm. All right. Pizza. 
has become the new hot topic okay. on the podcast. Okay. So what is the definition of pizza for you, and what are the basic elements that a pizza must have in order to be considered pizza? Okay, first of all, it cannot be thin crust. Oh, okay. No, we're not now, having that. Now, does it need to be, like, pan? <laughs> yes. Or, okay. I love pan, but I also like the New York style, the Sicilian okay. style okay. pizzas. And we're very basic at our house. It's okay. one topping. Oh. Um, but cheese... Extra cheese on everything. Yes. 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 Life is good with cheese. Yes. The occasional time we have the white sauce pizzas mm-hmm. with the chicken and that kind of stuff, but usually it's just a pepperoni pizza. Okay. Never, ever, ever do we put fruit on our pizza. I've heard that conversation too. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, you are on the no pineapple no, side. No, no, no. Okay. Well, good to know. <laughs> now, a new thing that I've just heard about, do you like round pizza or can it be square? I have to have that crust on the outside. Okay, so yeah. it needs to be round. Yes. Okay, yes. well, good to now, know. Now, my kids probably would go with the square. Because, yeah. Because, you know, they leave all the crust in the box. But, yeah. And which then is they, the best part of the pizza. And then they have a Facebook page for a truck. Right. So, you know, yeah. you never know with the two of them. You never know. So. <laughs> well, Jenny, thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. I'm so happy that you are an avid fan. And thank you so much for coming in and meeting with us today. Thank you very much. And thank you for doing the podcast. Yes. It's, it's a great way to learn about the county and, and all the different people that work here and all the services they provide. Wonderful. Yay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thanks so much. Thank and you. And we'll talk to you soon. All righty. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you for listening. Want to make sure you don't miss an episode? Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast today. We'll talk with you next week.